Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good morning, ladies. How are you? Uh, so it's been actually really nice here. Oh, really? Uh-oh. I think Holly's frozen. Yeah. Oh, there she goes. Now you're no, not anymore. I just she, wasn't, she was. I wasn't moving. Oh, I didn't hear you say anything. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Oh, somebody said something. Oh my God. Let's start over. <laughs> no. I, I said nothing. I was just sitting here. I was like, you guys talk. Good morning. Um, you know what, Kelly? I thought you froze because you started to say it's been really nice here. And then you, and it went like this. Uh, uh, that's what I thought. That's you what stopped. I thought happened. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So that's okay. But now it, it has been really nice here. Oh. It's my kids are coming. So I'm, I'm like organizing my garage and all that stuff. Oh, that must oh. be so satisfying. Oh, yes. But it's been a little chilly, but that works out well because my garage is usually like a hundred degrees in there. So that's I don't know why tent. my garage is so hot. Yeah. Uh, like yesterday it was like 86, but yesterday was a warm day. Like the day before it was maybe like 72. Wow. That's, oh. that's a huge difference. Yeah. That provides some relief, especially if you're going to be cleaning out or doing anything in the garage. That Do you get light in your garage? Oh, I oh. think she's frozen again. Yeah. Kelly's frozen. Because I wonder if yeah. that sun shining in the heat heats it up even more, you know, because she yeah. was saying it's so hot. It could. Well, it's funny at home. Greg put a heater on the wall in our garage because it gets so cold in there. And because he, when he does work, his workbench is out there. Like if he does anything on the car or anything, but it does help our bathroom upstairs. But in the summer, it doesn't get that hot in there, which is weird. Mine is so hot. Now you would think that they would have put like vents in the garage door or something and they didn't. And Uh, I wanted to put them in. Like my dad was going to put them in for me, but we're not allowed oh, because it's a condo and that's the outside. So everything has to be uniform. Oh, so I'm not yeah. allowed to do that. So Are you allowed to do have you flowers? have win- windows in your garage, Cal? No. Okay. So oh. the sun can't get in there to beat in the windows. And that's where the sun comes up. Like it, it oh. beats on my garage all day long. Oh. So I don't know. It just, it gets so hot in there. Like if I put candles out there to store them, oh, I'll go yeah. out the next day and they're melted. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Like I have oh, to store my wild. candles in the house because they'll melt. Oh, there. So you can't use it as a pantry or anything like mm-hmm. that. No, no. <laughs> a, a warming oven, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> wow. That's, that's really interesting. I never thought yeah. of that before. You know, yeah. my attic is like that. If we put stuff up there, it gets so, and it has a fan that in the summer, we just leave the switch on. So it reaches a certain degree. It just kicks in, but it's still things melt. It's real hot up there. Well, Kenzie has the shed now, and I was really careful not to put anything in there because it gets in the hundreds really where she lives. Yeah. And it'll be like really hot. So it's just all, you know, she has two bins of Halloween clothes. Oh my goodness. That's, that's important stuff. Yeah, (laughs) it is. Those are costumes. That's right. You never know when you're looking for the devil pitchfork or the the sombrero hat. Yeah. And in LA, there's always a need for a costume or, you know, just some type of prop always. And the more eccentric it is, the better it is. Oh, but the sad thing is, is that our kids never reuse things. So all them costumes, Kenzie probably will never wear them again. She'll have to just like loan them out Uh, to friends or something. But I noticed there was some of Maddie's old costumes that Maddie wore because Kenzie always goes to like five parties. Maddie goes to one party and Mackenzie goes to several. So she did borrow a couple of her costumes. (laughs) See, I think more than clothes, my darn girls won't repeat an outfit. I'm like, wait, I'm on either, but um, they'll wear a costume more than once, like pieces of it and stuff. Yeah. Oh, they'll do pieces. Too, so I feel like costumes, they get more wear out of than like than a fancy clothes. dress. She's like, no, I wore that to so-and-so's. I'm like, mine wear so? them and <laughs> automatically take them to like, what's they that? Get rid of it right away. closet or something, or put yeah. it on Poshmark. I get it. I usually get their hand-me-downs. Well, normally if they're going to a fancy event, it's, they have a stylist so they don't keep their dresses, you know? Well, I have Paige coming down and I had lost weight. So none of my clothes fit me. And Paige said, oh, I'm going, you know, to take this to the resale shop or put it on Poshmark or whatever. And I'm like, oh, she's coming down. I'm like, maybe you should bring me some of your old pants. So he's going to bring me down some clothes instead of taking them to Poshmark. That's a great oh, idea. That is a great idea. idea because yes, why not? Times are changing. Moms can wear their kids clothes. I wear my kids stuff all the time, but Kenzie and I, before she left, she went to Aspen and oh, fun! I know. So we went through just one of her closets, like her closet room. And there's 15 bags of stuff that she didn't want. And it's what's funny is I only wanted four things because everything was like belly shirts. I'm like, Ken's. I, I hate that. Yeah. I'm like, do you have anything I could keep? <laughs> I, I shop online and 90% of the stuff your belly hangs out of. A lot of us don't want our bellies hanging out. No. 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 Well, like shirt. Anybody over, I'd say 30 doesn't wear yeah, a belly shouldn't. shirt anymore. Or it shouldn't. But, sure. I, <laughs> but I get um, Maddie, when Maddie goes through her clothes, I take gobs and gobs of it because she's different they dress different yeah yeah you know i'm just shocked like in the women's section how many things are are cropped they're either cropped or really 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 long sometimes i cut shirts well that's because you need to we same with me but we need to shop in the petite because they're long because they're for tall people tall Mm -hmm. skinny people but wait a minute let me think about this what age do you think women 
shouldn't wear crop tops. Or maybe there isn't an age. Maybe I'm wrong with that. I mean, I have seen older women, you know, I mean, I like around here when people go to the gym, if I go to air one bra tops, that's different. Like, yeah, but they walk around in them. Like, okay. There's Equinox, there's Equinox there. Okay. And I, if I'm at air one and you see all these people and there's women my age that walk out of there and then they go to the grocery store and I'm like, Oh, I would never, even if I could, I wouldn't. But that's just me. I don't think I would either. Like even a bikini. I don't know. I just would feel so uncomfortable in it. Even well, if I was had yeah, the body right. for it. I'm I, not the, I'm not saying I do, but if I did, I that's just my don't point. think I would feel comfortable. At yeah. what age, even if you're built like gorgeous and you don't have to worry about your physique, maybe do you still wear a I would bra say maybe 35? Or a half top, not a bra top. And I think it's different maybe if you're married and have kids, you know, I mean, if you're still single and you're 32, I'm thinking I might, but if I was married and had a baby and I was 32, I don't know know that I would. Yeah. I I guess. I don't know. It's all preference, but I just never, I don't know. I would feel like Kelly said, if I had a killer body, I don't think I would either, but yeah. Like I go to my pool and I see women who have bikinis on and their bodies look great. I just think to myself, they're a little old for that. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's more like my kids' age stuff. Well, I- Where'd everybody go? Just us. Well, I wear like, I like the bathing suits from Venus. They're like $39 per piece. Yeah. And I get the high-waisted, and they're not bikinis. They're like- I need to try one of those because I get so mad because my stomach is ghostly white. It's disgusting. And I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, like it would look so much better if it was tan. You, do you ever feel that way? Like you're you always better oh. when you're tan. Always. Like fat looks better tan, I think. So like, I want to get my belly tan, but I refuse to wear a bikini. So I, I've been thinking of a tankini or the high-waisted bikini bottoms or something to try that just so I can, if I'm laying there and nobody's looking, I can like pull it down a little bit or pull my top up to get my belly a little tan. I'll send you the ones that I have. I have I have two different ones from Venus that I like and they're really high. But then when you lay out, you can- You can roll, pull it down a little bit. Yeah. Pull it down just a little because I just pull it down a little bit. So I don't, yeah. I just wear high-waisted and they're so nice. And they have ones that, there's one that rolls down, like like you could fold it down. Yeah. And they're yeah. Venus. I mean, Venus is like good quality. It's cheap. Melissa, suit. where do you, do you lay out, like you have a, pool or your kids pool where you can sit privately Kel do you have like I, I could have, lay out in a bikini because I have you know no one's in my backyard yeah if I was home <laughs> alone I would but, I, I would Joe if I were you like when I go to my dad's to swim, yeah that's what I was saying do you have a place to go if he does can... if he doesn't have company or we don't have company I will wear a bikini there just to try to get some sun on my belly but if yeah. somebody's there absolutely not but <laughs> I go I go to my community poll. Well, it's just my neighborhood, but um, I would never wear it there. Well, at home, you'll you you guys might you're gonna die, Kelly. When, I mean, Jill. When I say this, I have a g-string bathing suit. Oh my god. Okay. Why? <laughs> because I wanted. You want your butt tan? I just wanted my. You know, like the thing underneath your butt. <laughs> what you mean the called? chub? Is it called chub? <laughs> I wanted that tan, so I wear that. 
in my backyard because no one's ever there. Yeah. 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 Heck, if I lived in the backyard and had it like fenced in or something, I'd probably lay out there topless or something if I wanted to. Nobody can see you. Who cares? I do. I do that too. But I know you do. (laughs) Told me I would too if nobody could see me. What the hell? Well, I do have neighbors. I mean, if they walked in their backyard up, they could look down and see. And, you know, there's always a delivery mate. I could never take take the risk of laying out either in a thong or bikini or topless. Someone Mm -hmm. is going to come walking by. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really lucky that I'm so private. That's bad. (laughs) Yeah. My dad's is too. Like there's nobody would see you. I would never do it at my dad's because of my dad's house. But if it was my house, I would. So what do you have planned with your kids? So they'll see, will you see your dad too? I'm sure they'll see your grandpa, right? We'll spend probably 50% of our time at my dad's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then tell us about the over there. Tell us about the meals you've made so far. I haven't made that many yet. Actually, I have, I'm sitting here with my recipes. Like I was looking at them while I was waiting for you guys to get on. Um, I have, I made, I found a different breakfast casserole or something for each day. Like one day I'm making the one I always make. It's Brooke's favorite with the sausage and the Mm, jerky onions and stuff. No, it's jerky onions and stuff. Mm. And I just found one for French toast, a make ahead French toast. Oh, I just, there was just one. I just watched one on YouTube, a make ahead French toast recipe. Yeah. So I'm going to do that one. I'm trying to do something different each day. And one day I'm making this upside down pecan loaf. It's kind of like pecan bread. Sounds delicious. Yeah. So I got, and one day for dinner, I'm making chicken Romano. You've Mm. had that. My mom Mm. always made that. I love and that when your mom made that. I, I did um, wedding soup. I did that last week just because that's something like when they come home after drinking or something and they're hungry, I, I ain't making dinner at food at one o'clock at night. So I thought soup, they could just pull out if they're hungry before lunch or, you know, is it frozen? Out, I could do that. Do you freeze that? I did freeze it, but I'll take it out when they get here. Well, I made bread yesterday. Oh my it gosh. Good. Oh, Eat. homemade bread. Good I girl. Made homemade bread. And there's four ingredients. Kelly, you should make it. It's so simple. And you could make it the day before and put it in the fridge if you want. And then you could just pop it in the oven. And it has four ingredients. It's bread flour, fast rising yeast, warm water, and sea salt. And with wow. you, you're so good at all this stuff. You can add olives and make it like yeah. an olive. But I don't know how to do that. Like, how would I do that? Just chop them like... Yeah, and just add it. Slice them the, like little. Whenever thin you're slices. mixing it, just put them in. Like black olives or like all different. Like I don't. You could do either, depending on what you like. Why don't you put chocolate chips? Ew. Here's the, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I could. Would you rather have like chocolate that. in your bread or olives? Chocolate, <laughs> chocolate. I I've had it with like um, rosemary and stuff in it. Oh yeah, like just like a, it's like a flavored bread. It, it so, was always very good. So I have a question about what if I'd make a sesame? Do I only put the sesames on top? I would. Okay. Instead. Yeah. I would. But um, that's something that you can make too. Oh yeah. yeah. Sesame bread sounds good. Mm. Yeah. That sounds real good. But Greg or Kenzie's leaving today. She just got back last <laughs> night from Aspen, but now today she's going to Joshua Tree. Um, so I told her I'd make her some bread and she was like, oh yes. So. That's why I did that. 
that picture of the bread that you posted looked amazing. Oh my gosh. I just, just want to say it was it. so good. It was so oh, good, Holly. It looks like it came from a bakery. I'm like, well, listen, didn't make this bread. This came from a bakery. <laughs> but wait, I'm going to make butter to go with it. Wow. Oh. I'm trying to make more things and mm-hmm. trying not to have preservatives in anything. And so I'm That's really good. Making butter makes me laugh because I was in Girl Scouts <laughs> and I went to Girl Scouts that night and they told me that I had to churn butter and I, I quit. And I, went and I said to my mom, why in the world are they having me churn butter when we can just go to the grocery store and buy it? I never went back to Girl Scouts. No, wait. I guess you didn't get that butter patch. No, I quit. I thought that was terrible. Oh my gosh. That was your last straw. That that was it for you. But now all you need is a KitchenAid to make butter. We actually had a turning thing, like with the stick into the the thing. You know what I mean? That would have taken days for little girls. It was, yeah. Kelly was outraged. She's like, no. I know my work. I am That's where she puts person. her foot down. Yeah. The butter. That That's is funny. the funniest thing. Ever. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Yep. It was churning butter for Kelly. That was it. Drew the line for me. Oh my gosh. It wasn't camping. It wasn't anything. It was <laughs> churning butter. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. Should How we- long did you guys stay in Girl Scouts? Till I graduated. It was every... Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, that was probably because of where you lived and grew up. That was probably a really big after school activity, right? You know, to go to Girl Scouts and events. Yeah. And and my mom was the one of the, the leaders. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's a long so time. Cute. Don't they have like the stars like it goes up because if it's you graduate from high school, like uh, you graduate from high school, it's a big thing because my niece did that. Yeah, I didn't do that. Cause it wasn't like, you know, <laughs> Oh, you, so you didn't go through high school. Yes, I did. Um, until, cause I graduated when I was in 11th grade. So, mm-hmm. um, it was not a big deal. It was like the Eagle Scouts were a big deal. You got all these stars, mm-hmm. but Girl Scouts weren't a big deal where we, I don't know why, but uh, I was, okay. I was going to say Eagles are boys. Eagle yes. Scouts are boy things. Yeah. And that's like, that is a mm-hmm. big accomplishment to be. That is Scout. true. That is true. My nephew did that too. That is true. That's amazing. Good point. That is true. That's a very good point. Girl Scouts, we did. I could be getting them confused. Yeah, I could be getting them confused. I think Girl Scouts uh, around here where I grew up, which, what you know, right here in Murraysville, where you guys are, was real popular when you were young. Like once you were out of elementary school, even like fifth and sixth grade, it was like more first, second, third, maybe fourth grade, and then you outgrew it. We had brownies. Mm-hmm. Well, right. It was brownies first. I think I did brownies and then I quit at Girl Scouts. I wonder how, why that ever started. Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts of America. Isn't that funny? But now you know, girls. I love their love. cookies. Yeah, me too. Me too. I My just ordered some. Neighbor does them. Yeah, it's, it's, it is cookie time. So everybody go out and support your local mm-hmm. Girl Scout. Yeah, I always Girl do. And now, yeah. and now you don't have to buy the cookies. You could just um, buy them for someone else. So that's what I do because I don't want them because I'll eat a whole box of Thin Mints. Mm-hmm. Oh, like well, thin you know what I'm hearing? I'm hearing a topic for Pyramid. Yes. Okay. Oh, our oh, favorite cookies. Oh, favorite Girl Scout cookie. 
Holly, always thinking. We got to put a pin on it. That's for our elite members. Oh, yep. people okay. want to know. They got to like, got to <laughs> yep. wait a little bit Favorite to find out. Girl Scout cookies. That's a good one, Hall. Yeah. Yes, want to know. Yummy. You can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. I'm my favorite. Yes. <laughs> So should we get to a question? Let's let's start. Let's start a question. I would love to start because I have to tell you, this is really pissing me off and I'm sorry. I'm just pissed. Wow. Those sound like bad. Those sound like fighting words. These are fighting words. Okay. So this is from. Oh, I thought you were a lover, not a fighter, Melissa. I I am a lover, not a fighter, but I'm a fighter right now. That looked like a Yeah, cartoon. those little, you put your dukes up. <laughs> I put my dukes up. Oh, ooh, I'm scared. So this is <laughs> yeah. from Cindy Salvador Salinas. Were the competitions all for the show rigged, like some people are saying, or were they real? Okay. Mm. So I am so mad about this because, and I'm not going to say names, but there was a girl that was on maybe six to eight episodes I don't know. She's been doing all these TikToks about dance moms because she can. And I'm sorry. I don't want to say she was a cast member because she was only there for a few. And she's like spewing out lies. And it really angers me. The first thing was she said that there was a son, father, son that owned the competition. Does anyone know a father and son that owned a competition? I don't know any anybody that owned the competition. I know who she's thinking though. I I don't want to say names. Yep. She's thinking... You know who she's thinking, the older guy. Okay, but and the younger I, guy, she probably thought they were father and son, but well, obviously get your fact, they were not. Get right. your facts straight oh. before you say it. I don't because, even know right. that is. Uh, I don't even. Okay, no facts. Get your facts straight. Okay. And she yeah. said all the competitions were rigged. And she said, and Abby even knew it. No, they weren't rigged. It's just so funny because she keeps saying all this stuff. And I'm like, I actually went on her TikTok and I said, these are lies, but no one knows. Oh, did it. you? Wow. I, Good girl. I, and I don't normally say anything, but I was yeah. so angry. And they're like, oh, we knew it was blah, blah, blah. I'm like, seriously, just because someone says it doesn't mean it's true. So yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm literally sweating under the arms because it makes me angry, angry that she just can make up stuff. Just like someone else we know, they just make up all these lies. Well, here's the thing. Did she make it up or does she believe it? Because the competitions were real. They weren't rigged. The producers produced, you know, Mm -hmm. everything. But I don't think they were rigged. But so why would she? Because she's delusional and she thought she was a cast member of Dance Moms. I'm sorry, she was on some episodes. I don't know if that considers your cast, but but the father-son thing. Oh, the father and son. But I'm like, father and son. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I, I never I'll paid type attention who, to who that I stuff. think she thinks. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I, I agree with, with all of you. I the competitions were not rigged. I think the competitions are different than the competitions that we would normally go to, like during the competition season, because of just the nature of filming. Most people would not want to tolerate like the circus. A film. Yeah, there's, was a a lot, there's a lot that goes into filming a competition day. So you have to be amenable or agreeable to a flexible schedule, a lot of stop start because just how the, the timing works. Sometimes we're stuck in the, in the back in the dressing room because some issue has come up that no one <laughs> a, a big issue. She was about, 
Right. And, and, and we're detained. And so that throws off, like if they had to wait or they, if they had to throw one of their kids on in the midst of all of that, they just mm-hmm. couldn't do it. Like, so I would say they would need a competition that would kind of uh, allow for production to exist and, at the same and time. And just like mm-hmm. us doing the solos twice, Ooh. once for competition and once for filming reasons. I mean, a lot of competitions don't want to do that because there are other customers there that don't want to wait through that, you know? No. And then we had the big rig thing going and it's distracting when you're dancing and stuff. So a lot of places, I if I owned a dance competition, I probably wouldn't have thought it would have been great for business. No. Exactly. I think it's very disruptive. It's very yes. disruptive. And if you have paying customers, I don't, and dance competitions are not, cheap cheap no. so mm-hmm. if you have people paying high prices and invested mm-hmm. a lot of time to get there and have their kids prepped and costuming no one wants to deal with that no one wants to pay to be aggravated yeah. and that's exactly Not, what you would be doing and i do but i do think competitions were kind of torn because we did bring a lot of people there too because people wanted to come and meet us and watch us dance live and things like that so i think it was a little bit of both like do we want to have them come and have them bring customers, but then if we bring them, then other customers are going to be mad. Yeah. But so I, I think know. they had like special, like dance moms version, like not, not versions, but dan- what do you call those? Uh, competitions yeah. where filming was taking place. So you knew when you signed up. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Cause there's that's selling- a difference. Yeah. Yes. Like, Sorry, like you're going to put up with this stuff. Yeah. Like Rochelle Rack is having competitions from dance moms. You know, it's just a dance mom competition. So it's not going to be a thousand numbers, like a big star bound or a star power or something like that. Yeah. It's just, you know, I mean, we had maybe 70 numbers at tops at our competitions. Remember that? Yes. And that's a good point too, because that's another thing. If you had a oh, regular yeah. dance competition, you would have hundreds of a number and we couldn't do mm-hmm. that because that because in the first few seasons we did do those types of things and then we were there way too late and then you we were overtime you just you have very strict laws for kids especially as we went out west about how long they could be on camera and if you had like mm-hmm. a super long competition with hundreds of numbers you couldn't you had they had to limit the number of numbers too i think but i think it's a it was a catch-22 i think it was definitely beneficial to a lot of dance competitions because it got people interested in their competition people wanted to meet us yeah yeah Yeah. not even to meet us they wanted the chance because a lot of times we showed different dancers before like on on the show whenever before we come out to the competition they show other kids dancing so it was an opportunity for other kids to be seen and people take great pride in that because like i've seen people post clips of when they were on dance moms and you Mm -hmm. you see clips of that so that's pretty cool yeah i also would say it was good for oh gosh how how could I say it? I don't know. I'll just leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, here's the thing. Everybody lived their own experience from each one of us. All of our experiences were the same, but different. Do you know what I mean? Like we all had different experiences and emotions and thoughts on what's going on, what happened, why it happened. I mean, I, I, I believe that everybody lived their own reality like mine was different than Melissa's for example even though we did it together mm-hmm. you know we all went yeah. through different stuff I the moral agree. of the story is yeah research before you you spew yeah, out that, crap that's out of true. your mouth 
because it I do. Makes, so yeah. that's just coming back to that. It just makes me angry. Like when I see someone in a restaurant, they're like, oh, I was on the dance moms. I'm like, oh, me too. But I don't know who you are. You know, yeah. like, it's funny. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, I people nice. and, will say my so-and-so, my friend, and she was on dance moms. I'm like, what's her name? Uh, and it's a mom, not a kid. Cause there were a lot of students who came and went, I'm like, I, I am so sorry. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I never yeah. heard that name and I don't know, yeah. but you know, everybody it's yeah. weird. I but, do think everyone's you know. perspective is their reality. I yes. do get that. For sure. But I, I do not think when you're talking about business and you're talking about people's reputation that you should taint it with misinformation. Yes. And yeah. by saying something was rigged, I know people who were judges there and they did not, were not, they were not. They would rigged. never do that because that's, that's their that's reputation. Right. You're right. Exactly yeah, right. right. And they I don't think that's play that. I do not think mm-hmm. that's fair. I think honestly, there were times we were shocked that our girls won, and we were we were very vocal about that. There yeah. were times, but then also there were times when they didn't win. We're like, what? Yeah, a long periods of time, and they didn't win. So I mean, yeah. I I don't think it was rigged in that like we always won. And also at the time, dance competitions were different. Mm-hmm. So I think that's also something to be said for that. And I just take great. Ex- exception and offense when people just make these blanket statements and throw our kids under the bus by insinuating that they didn't earn yes their placements or whatever I think I do think sometimes people do see like if they're judges probably they're seeing certain things and they people have favorites I'm not saying that doesn't happen but I do not think they were rigged so what's funny is like sometimes our girls only competed against one other group. I mean, yeah, at the end. So there's a first and a second place. That's and it. that's it yeah. sometimes. I mean, at the end, there was, you know, like, I don't know if it was season five, I thought there was like, sometimes there was one or two other groups against us. Mm-hmm. And that's it because it was- a, Yeah, because think of know. how many episodes we shot season five, 32. So that means 32 dance competitions. Companies don't- have that many dance competitions in six or eight months. You know what I mean? Did people yeah. have to pay to <laughs> enter enter the competition? Some did, some didn't. It might I have think... been a flat fee, but I don't know. Oh, what do you think? In the beginning, they didn't, but I think towards the end, they started. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I wonder if the competition made money on them or something. And I'm sure it wasn't as much as a regular dance competition because mm-hmm. yeah. I just don't think so. And also keep in mind when the judges were adjudicating, after they watched our girls the one time, they left. So it wasn't like they could change the score and the scores were collected. So it wasn't yeah. as, like, so I just mm-hmm. think there's so much misinformation about yeah. it. Yeah. She was saying something about, and we danced twice and, um, and I just turned it off because I didn't even want to hear what she was going to say about it. So yeah. And that we, did- we dancing twice, we didn't do until we didn't do that season one. Mm. No, we didn't. That's true. Oh, okay. I don't remember. Isn't that funny? We they also didn't have that. the bit. We also didn't have the big rig. The boom. Run, the, yeah. All of that. But all yeah. of that takes time to get used to dancing with that and having cameras on you. It's a very different experience and it's not for everyone. And I, th- I, I get props to the kids who came out and danced under those conditions when for you're sure. not used to it. Cause that's a yeah. very, that's terrifying to be on stage. Think. Yeah. I think that and have a with camera all the lights. Yeah. yeah very different. 
Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm sweating under my arms. <laughs> uh, so you got heated, and that's a so nice shirt. All fired up. Okay, let's change the subject. Yeah, let's yeah. change the subject. Okay. Let's move on. I just had to get that out. <clears throat> I was so mad. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a reason why she did it. She wants that person wants people talking about it. Once yeah. viewers wants acknowledgement. They want to be a part of everything that. Yeah. About and it's, and it's sensational. Like, gets people yeah. talking and yeah that's okay. what she wanted and she did it i guess yeah. yeah we're talking about it so no more we're not talking about it anymore you know where we see it and here you got four of us agreeing on the same thing this is that tells yeah. you something that's that does not happen very <laughs> that's often that's right that's right and, <laughs> so. and and we were there 200 episodes plus we were there exactly you so. know believe who you want to believe Mm-hmm. <laughs> moving Damn. on i have a question from jacqueline why jacqueline y says do you have any tips for dealing with rejection um mm-hmm. and then in parentheses after auditions etc and i'm sure we all could give some advice to jacqueline actually i'm sure she's asking for a friend she didn't say she was asking for herself <laughs> um for tips for dealing with rejection yeah Gosh. that's i mean there's so much rejection tough. in this business you know, there's, I mean, there's more rejection than acceptance. Yes. Sure. You know, it's yes. not equal, unfortunately, but it's so just definitely not. don't take it to heart because, you know, out of maybe 300 people that audition, they might take two. So mm-hmm. 298 people are dealing with rejection. It's not just you, you know, mm-hmm. and it's harder for um, girls than it is boys. Cause there's more boys. There's less more, boys. There's yeah. Less, yeah less auditioning. Boys. Yeah. 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 I, I think um go into the audition with really high hopes, but knowing your stats. You know what I mean? If there's 10 kids and they're picking one, that lowers your your stat. You know, so go in being your best. Don't go in saying I'm never gonna get it, but keep pushing on. Don't be upset if you don't, because 90% of the people don't, or 99.9% of the people don't. And when you're right for something, you're right. So if you don't get it, it means you weren't right for it. And, and I think I think whenever you get rejected from something, I'm not saying an audition, but in anything in life, or if you do something wrong, you learn from mistakes and you learn from experience. So, you know, just take it as an experience and yeah, learn you know, from that, every yeah. audition you do. Mm-hmm. Learn, learn something take from it. Notes, you know? keep a yeah. journal like look at your surroundings look at who they picked like what they had on if they were dressed like the part that they were auditioning for or if they were in like leotard and tights or just regular street clothes like like observe that kind of thing that's I a think. good point that's a really yeah. good point to mm-hmm. see if you observe and your surroundings no you can do everything perfect do your pirouettes perfect look perfect be the perfect and you just weren't, they didn't pick you. So just know you can still be as close to perfect as anybody can for the part and not get it. Doesn't mean you're not good enough. It means they saw yeah. something else they wanted. That's all. Yeah. And along those same lines, I think it's important to also keep in mind, sometimes it's not even about you. It really isn't about you, especially if it's a cast or an ensemble. They're putting people together and putting the people in and out, in and out, and seeing who works together well, who looks good together, who meshes. 
And it may not even be about you. It might be about, it's like assembling a a class. We need these types of people. And sometimes the producers or the cast um, directors, casting directors don't know what they're looking for until they see it. And they see it in action and see everyone together. So it may not be you per se. It just might be a vision of what they're trying to create with uh, with whatever whatever the outcome is. So there are some, and sometimes there are things that you'll see. I'm like, oh my gosh, and you see who they selected. Like, I was never going to get that. I am nowhere near what they were looking for, and that's mm-hmm. okay. I think you just go into auditions or whatever it is. Just do your best. You can't do any more than your best, mm-hmm. and um, just have fun with it. Just go mm-hmm. with it, and don't overanalyze. Don't try mm-hmm. to be perfect. Just do your best and let your personality show or your interpretation of whatever shows. And if it's meant for you, it's going to be for you. I'm, I'm a big believer. I, in that. I remember going one time for an audition. I think it was with Paige and it was for a commercial or something. It was years and years and years ago. I mean, we were just little and I took her in and I had her all perfect. You know, her hair was like slicked back in a bun. She had the perfect leotard on the perfect tights or clean yes. shoes. Yeah, like everything yeah. was perfect. They ended up picking this kid that I remember from the audition went in, it had bedhead and mm-hmm. like this kid was <laughs> a disaster. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah. how did that kid get that part? But that's what they were looking for. They didn't mm-hmm. want the perfect little kid. The look of the commercial was like a kid being a, a kid. normal kid, like waking up in the morning and looking like a normal mm-hmm. kid, you know? So, so you just never know. You could go there and be per- look perfect, but you're not what they're looking. That wasn't the look they're looking for. Yeah. Kenzie went to an audition and it was so funny. We went and she looked around. She's like, I'm not getting this. She was the only white girl. It was all black and brown kids and Kenzie. And we're like, why, why was she even sent for this part? It was hilarious, but I think it was her best audition she ever had. Cause she knew she wasn't going to get it. Because <laughs> yeah, you're not nervous. She yeah. wasn't nervous. Right. And that's the thing. It's experience. When you're in front of a casting director or whomever you are, or producer, you never know what they have in mind for future projects. So you yep. do your best and they might call you back. Like you weren't right for this project, but you're going to be right for this Perfect other project. This. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So never, you only need one yes. So when that happens it, and it happens, you just go for it and you just be prepared for it and you keep, you know, mentally preparing for it. But just don't sell yourself short and think, you know, bloom and doom because you didn't get cast for something or selected. It's so much yes. bigger. It's yeah, such a bigger process. There was this girl that I saw. Thick on skin. I love her so much. Yes. I can't remember her name. She kept saying that she went to like, she was like a professional auditioner. Like Jessica, I said she was. She was so good. She knew exactly because that's something that Abby really taught the girls to be prepared. Research your role. If you're going to go to Chicago, make sure that you're wearing that outfit, you know, and always being really prepared. And she said it was so hard for her. She kept getting rejected, rejected, but she didn't want to give up. And then she made it on Broadway. Yeah. You know, yeah. it took her, it's, it, you're not going to yeah. get your first yes if you do. Wow. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I but. think persistence in the end, usually you'll, you know, you come out on top. You just got to keep, and you can't take it to heart. You got to have thick skin and just know I, there's always someone better. There's always someone better. And that's good. That makes you work harder in you life. Girls- do you ladies, um, Jill, you probably won't know her, but Alyssa Gallagher, 
no Gallagher, the real beautiful, tall black girl. I love her. I just, you know, she's like in pageants and she's been auditioning and she does this publicly. So that's why I can say it. She has been auditioning for the Rockettes for so many years. Is she from Abby? Did she make it? Know her? No, we knew her from Dance Mom or Dance Masters. And her oh, mom oh. passed was away. was Brooke's age. Yeah. While we were, while she was competing. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was one year down and she is a beautiful, like her body. Beautiful. She's real tall mm-hmm. and just, mm-hmm. and she didn't. She was Brooke's age. Oh, I didn't. Okay. But yeah, she, she competed against Brooke. She got to the top this year. So <gasps> good for her. Next year's her year. I like, yeah. I like root her on. And like every day I'm looking when, cause she posts all about her auditions for the Rockettes. She's perfect to me. Yeah. Perfect for wow. Rockettes. Yeah. She was, she was a very sweet girl. well something like that maybe if she's that tall maybe they already had a six foot tall i see that's whatever you never said that so Mm -hmm. nina that's why i was getting to nina yeah who was in it she said if they're not casting that person that's the six foot tall one because they only have there's one in the middle and then they go down Um, yeah and i'm like but they need to give it to her she's been working so hard And that goes back to what I was saying. It's not sometimes about you. It's about what, no. it's what they ensemble. need. Ensemble, yeah, what they yeah. need, and seeing everything together. So, yeah, I just want her to be on. So it's bad. such a bigger yeah. thing, but you know what? It's rejection is part of the business. If you're going into this, you yeah. have to know. Get used to it. You're going <laughs> to be gonna rejected a lot. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More. They're, they're famous at. Yeah, they're famous actresses and actors who go for stuff and they want a role and they get rejected and go like, yeah. what? They get rejected. It's, you yeah. know, it's part of the business. business mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's the beauty. You're never alone. Someone, no. you know, you're never the only one who gets rejected. Yeah. I mean, rejection yeah. is, that's what the name of the game in the industry, you know, because a small percentage of the people get the parts. You just got to keep pushing through. Yep. That was a great question. Well, good Thank luck you. to you. Good luck. I could do mine. And I'm not saying rejection's yeah. fun. No. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Never, let's go. It's never fun for anybody. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. My question is from MD Richie Place. It says, any advice for being a new mom? I'm third trimester, so frightened as I feel so overwhelmed. There are so many do's and don'ts. I feel lost. I have a supportive family. I'm very lucky, but I am scared and don't want to admit it to anyone. Any tips would be much appreciated. I thought that was so sweet, but there really is no right and wrong way. Mm-mm. And like, as far as being afraid to admit being scared, 
I don't think there has ever That's been normal a parent to be in the afraid. world that wasn't afraid of mm-hmm. having a baby. It's a big responsibility to not, I crazy if you're not scared, Agreed. you know, mm-hmm. even on my third kid, I was scared, you know, I mean, it was a different kind of scared, you know, I mean, cause by then I knew how to take care of the baby. It was just, how am I going to take care of three now? Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, don't be, afraid, don't be embarrassed to be scared. But no, you know what, it, what one thing is. I think is like, cause my kids do this and they Google things and Google is a good thing, but then it's not a good thing because because it can put you into like a crazy, like a rabbit hole, because if there's one thing that's any misinformation, then you're going to, I don't know. That's something that I, I think that you need to turn to family members or friends that have babies and ask for help. That's what she said. She has family, supportive family. So that's great. Take advantage of that. Like if people ask to come over and but like, if you have like family that comes and will stay with the baby, take a nap. Don't Agreed. feel like you have to sit and entertain your mom and dad sitting there watching the baby. You go take a nap. Cause that's what they're there for is. Yeah. You don't you have know, to be super not for you to entertain them. You yeah. don't have to Ex- do everything. Accept yourself. the help, take the help, yeah. use your family, <clears throat> mm-hmm. listen to your mom, listen to, you know, your friends who said so. From, from experience and everybody's experiences are different, but it's nice to hear them, to know where you stand and what, maybe what to expect. And, oh, it's really exciting. Don't be scared. Enjoy yeah. it. Because if it's your it first so baby, fast. you only have your first baby once in your lifetime. So my baby is going to be 26 tomorrow. I can't oh, believe, believe that. No. I cannot believe it. It goes so fast. Like I, it seems like I can remember no. standing in my kitchen. I remember the outfit I had on. I had on this navy blue button down shirt with these pants with my big old belly. It, it's like yesterday I was standing and I, I was wa- going to the delivery room. It was yeah. it's crazy. It, it happens. So and, and, fast. Every, and everyone says that and you're like, what? Yeah. Because it doesn't feel as fast when you're in the midst of it. And guess what? Like, you know what? We all have been there and you go in the hospital and they let you leave the hospital with this newborn. And you're like, I I don't know what to do. And there's no instruction manual, but you know, you're, you're a mom and you trust your instincts. And even if you don't know what to do, I think you also, You you figure it out. And if you don't know, or if you're ever feeling like you're not yourself and it's, you're just feeling overwhelmed ask someone for help. You don't have to have it all figured out. And I think sometimes people think that you have to have everything figured out. You don't, but if you're not feeling like yourself and you're just ask someone to take the baby, ask for help, there are resources because postpartum depression is also very real and very normal. So Mm -hmm. there shouldn't be a stigma attached to it. So it's the best thing. If you're not feeling your best, you can't be the best for your baby. Mm -hmm. So mama has to take care of mama first so you can take care of the baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I say this all the time, just because something works for you, Holly, doesn't mean it's going to work for me. And as a mom, I think, you know, your baby more than anybody ever will and go with what you feel is correct. Like if Holly tells me to do this and I don't feel that it's going to work for my baby, then that doesn't mean that I'm doing it wrong. It just, my baby's different than your baby or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, everybody does things different. So I had postpartum depression with Maddie 
And mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. Like I didn't have a mom and my sister came on the weekends, but I'm like, oh my gosh, but I had the most amazing neighbors. Like there was four neighbors that we were like a tribe. And I remember my friend, Mary came over, literally, we just had our doors open. She said, get in the shower. Cause I didn't shower for like four days. And I was just like, well, you know, Aww. and I had that, I yeah. probably had that for a good month. And I had such a good support from all my neighbors and my father-in-law, but, um, you know, it was scary. It was really scary. And I felt yeah. so guilty during that time. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. Um, and I think I was just missing having a mom. So if you mm-hmm. have a mom, let her come, let her come. <laughs> yeah. And or those anybody has who is normal. a figure that you trust and respect doesn't have to be your mom. It a could mom. be your grandma. Yeah. It could be mm-hmm. your sister. A it could friend. be your best friend. Yeah. yeah. So just, you know, use those people who are offering their help when you need it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and my, my point also be just don't, I think a thing that was concerning was that she just felt embarrassed or, or in addition Aww. to being overwhelmed yeah. and yeah. there's nothing to be embarrassed no. about. That's what they like em- embrace those feelings, acknowledge those feelings and kind of work through them. And mm-hmm. there are so many ways that you can work through them, but definitely acknowledge them and don't try to suppress them and thinking they're going to go away. And don't think that, don't compare your motherhood to everybody else's motherhood. Experience. Exactly. I like that hall. That's really very Because it's very yeah. different. And like everything Everybody's you see. Different. Yeah, or, or people are posting and they're like all happy and giddy. Yeah, they're probably crying right after they took those pictures because <laughs> they were looking for the perfect shot. So don't mm-hmm. believe all of that. It's smoke yeah. and mirrors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do think social media probably puts, pre- I never thought of it having a baby because it wasn't out when we were having our kids. There yeah. Thank God. Thank I God. bet there yeah. is a lot of pressure for new moms to be perfect, to look amazing, to have all the instruments and the, you know, the gadgets for babies. I didn't, yeah, bring makeup. A lot. I didn't bring any makeup in the hospital. I don't know about you guys, but these people actually pack makeup bags and outfits. For, I'm like, are you kidding me? You're having a baby for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, but because, because we didn't post that <laughs> exactly. yeah. 26 years ago, we, you know, that wasn't a thing. So no one knew if we had makeup or not. No one knew what our baby looked like when we brought it home from the hospital. Um, can I say something Which is as a side good note? and bad, but yeah, yeah, I guess. Of course. Um, um, Rachel Nira Simhan had her baby and guess what? She named him. Oh, Holly likes this. Oliver Henry. Are you kidding me? It. That's so cute. And what is her Oliver? I love that name. What's her last name? Her married um, name. Nelson, but you know, that's a great name. Holly had Oliver and Henry. Yeah. And Henry. So I call it. I love that. That's funny. I love that. Yep. Yeah. That's actually their their Instagram hand, Olive and Henry five. (laughs) I love it. It's so cute. Love it. Love so distinguished. The baby's so beautiful. How big was he? I think he was six something. I can't remember. Oh, that's not. That big. Oh, I don't know. Well, I'm really happy for yeah for the Nersim homes. I'm sure that'll perk her up, the mom. Yeah, she's just really happy. That's wonderful. Okay, I have a question from Catherine Perry, and this is funny because we're all going to have well, we'll have a lot to talk about. Why was Point and Ballet never pursued on the show? I was chomping at the bit to watch some ballet. 
Well, Catherine, from my experience, why the girls all took ballet. They took ballet, they took point, but Abby never felt their technique, their ballet technique was good enough to put on the show. She just never thought that was a, a good look for them, you know? And even though we took ballet, so, and sometimes ballet and point, keep in mind, it was a competition show and Abby's goal in life was to win, to make the kids stars, some of them, and to win. And she, and ballet and point aren't necessarily the big winners. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's but, how I yeah. see it. How do you, you know, this is, well, this is really funny because Maddie had a ballet solo. She wore turners. She didn't even wear ballet shoes. So it wasn't a proper ballet solo because we didn't have the training like a normal yeah. studio. I, I mean, you have to figure for those years that we filmed, we really didn't have much no, training. No. no. Yeah. So we, we actually went behind in our dance for ability sure. instead of moving forward because we got no training really kelly that reminds me when you said we went behind remember when we used to sneak other ballet classes yeah oh my gosh but, do you guys remember that very yes. rare that we got them it goes somewhere else because abby wasn't that uh, abby's studio didn't have available they weren't doing it so we're like well we're gonna go here and get ballet <gasps> i just remembered that Kendall that was came scandalous. to our house. Remember, Kendall came to our, my house. Yeah, we brought teachers in. Because mm -hmm. I had a dance studio. So we did it. That was like later on. And scandalous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that, that was something that, you know, was a big no-no. But, but, but we have to be honest. Oh, yeah. We were not. There are, ba there are ballet schools. And our dance studio is not a ballet not. school. Correct. They taught yeah. ballet. Ballet mm -hmm. is extremely important for technique as a dancer, but I would not say any of our girls were studying to be ballerinas or mm -hmm. anything like that. But ballet is a core element, foundation of dance training. Get it? Yeah. But our girls had it. They were on point. They. But I don't. When you're competing, you compete with the things that you're strong in usually. And I would not say that would be leading with our best foot forward if you're competing no. against people who are really training to be ballerinas and who have like strong ballet training. And, and we I had also, Peter and Cynthia for a lot of them. They were the best teachers, but then they left. Yeah, yeah. they were great. And, but like, but we only had them for like, for how long? I mean, we didn't have them for like hours every and, day. And they also didn't like choreograph for us. Like, I, I think we like mostly are, choreographed dances on the show were done by Abby and Gianna and they True. weren't really ballet choreographers. They were more, you know, what we did on the show, contemporary right. things like that. So I think maybe that had a lot to do with it too. Right. I, mean, I, I think, think that's closest, why we didn't have yeah. a lot of tap either because, well, I know our girls tap were was good. hard with the music, the, yeah. But yeah, all we, of our girls were so good in tap. I mean, every single one of yeah. them. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They were. They were strong tappers. I also think that well, the tap. closest, the closest we got to ballet was lyrical. And I know lyrical is not ballet. That's the closest you would see to any kind of element like that. But also, you have to keep in mind, and I think this is kind of dovetails what Kelly was saying. Choreography. The girls literally learned to dance on Wednesday, competed them on Saturday. That'd be really hard 
to do, to do a, a ballet, ballet dance. Yeah. And same thing with tap and to do the same thing. Some of those things are hard. so technical to be able to execute that while filming and going to school, but while filming yeah. and two but, days to compete and to compete against other things that have been, people have been training for months at yeah. a time. That's yeah. Yeah. Like, like when think, Maddie did her tap solo, that was her. It was a repurposed solo. It, it was a regular solo that she did. She did a couple of, of the them. show. Yeah. yeah. And it was a couple. Because right. that's she why. Because she it was had to. It hard know? to do them in two days. Yeah. yeah. Right. Learn it in an hour. Get two yeah. days, you know, a, an hour right. one day, maybe an hour the next. Yeah. Really? These kids did not get a lot of time to learn their stuff. No. Can I tell and, a funny story? Do you guys remember this? I don't think Jill was there. Do you guys remember our girls were in B? We were up watching. And I know, I think it was Holly and Kelly. Might've been Christy up there. I don't know who else. And Donna Canobio, maybe. And the girls, this ballet teacher came in in white tights and it was a guy and the girls their shoulders were all going like this they were, <laughs> they were little and they were laughing and we were like oh god he quit remember yeah that? i remember they, that i they feel were like i laughing. do remember that do you? i remember him yeah uh-huh. i remember he quit funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah that didn't last long <laughs> yeah yeah we were definitely not true ballerinas <laughs> no we, or, or we would have been used to seeing a guy in tights white tights yeah. And they no. were white. They were white yeah. tights. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh gosh. That's fun. Those were those were fun questions. Did we do all that? Jill, did you do your question? That was me. Oh. Kelly, oh. did you do yours? I did mine. Oh, I guess we did them all. Wow, that was yeah. fast. Okay. Yeah, that was good. Oh, we got a lot to say. I'll just ask my husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evan would agree. Yeah. Like, well. Cut it off. Yeah, Greg says she, you make friends with the waitress. For God's sakes! I'm like, I'm Italian. That's what we do, and he's Italian too. He just doesn't talk. So whatever. That's funny. <laughs> well, because he can't talk because you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> so funny, anyway, buddy. that was good. We'll keep these questions coming, and I love that. Personally, I love that summer about dance or dance moms or our history together, and some have nothing to do with yeah dance moms, just life, having a baby you know, traveling, whatever. I love it. Me too. All righty. for asking us for our advice. I yes. love that. I feel good. Not that, not that our advice is always correct. Holly, yeah, Paul, well, give our disclaimer. Yeah, I, I do. Like, you're not talking to any professionals here. We're talking to moms who have life experience. This is for fun and giggles. So if you need a professional, <laughs> look <Yeah>. elsewhere. Yes, <laughs> look elsewhere. Wait, is that a Dairy Queen Diet Coke? No. Remember I said, I'm trying to drink more water. So I have, I just finished my coffee. There's like just a little tiny bit left. This is water. Oh, good no. girl, like, Holly. I, I'm still doing bad. I got a Diet Coke. I got my I'm green trying. tea. Greg I nothing. I have I'm a black coffee and my water. Like if I have my water here, maybe black I'll drink coffee. Yeah. My doctor said, yeah, try, try drinking some black coffee, girl. Why? Why, huh? What's that good for? Or just well, get rid of the sugar the cream. Or the, cream? the sugar and the cream, oh, you know, okay. if, especially if I was doing intermittent fasting, she's like, yeah. you can have the, the sugar and the cream later rather than that period of time. But for the first thing in the morning, try to just do black coffee. That's why I can never Ew. do intermittent fasting. Ugh. because I need, I haven't had coffee now oh. in three days because of my funky belly. 
So, Aww. but, but as soon as I wake up, I go coffee and I need my cream and sugar. So <laughs> I can never do that. I, I put more cream in mine than I do coffee. Me too. Well, it's probably well, this much cream and this much coffee. <laughs> For a while, I was doing really well with it, and then I fell off the bandwagon. And then I started thinking about, I think it was Jill who said last week, I think I'm addicted to sugar. And I was like, what? and then yesterday I had this realization. I'm like, maybe I'm like Jill, maybe I'm addicted to sugar. I was up there eating a bowl of Lucky Charms. Oh, that sounds Ooh. so good to me, Hall. It was so Lucky good. Charms. But then I started thinking, I think I'm addicted to sugar. I love Lucky <laughs> Charms. Oh, I love Lucky Charms. It was I so love good. sugar. <laughs> it was so good. It was worth every ounce of sugar yeah. I had. But then, Wait, I mean, uh, it was a realization. <laughs> I think you got a problem, girl, because it wasn't breakfast time. Oh, oh, gosh. Well, you don't need it. doesn't have to be breakfast. <laughs> no, I have cereal for dinner a lot, but I can't yeah. buy Lucky Charms because then I want it for dinner every single day. <laughs> yeah, I don't buy that sugar. Buy them Until boxes. the box is empty and then I'm mad at myself and I'm like, don't buy another box because you just eat it. Because Erno doesn't eat sugar. He's diabetic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's all me, all for me. But you can't blame it on anybody else. Like, who ate my box of Lucky Charms? <laughs> Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Until next time. Yeah, we'll see you at the... Let's wrap it up. See you next week, everyone. Bye. 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 Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.